Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Justice Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am insanely excited to be here with you guys today. Dean and I just got back from uh, Funnel Hacking Live in Orlando. Uh, Dean, how are you doing today, man? I am awesome. I don't think. <laughs> Although I'm already think... missing everybody. We're back. I know, right? It is cold. <laughs> I don't have any of that good stuff anymore. There's definitely a post-event, like, I don't know, letdown. I don't know if that's the right word, but I've totally been going through, like, withdrawal, you know, cold yeah. sweat, aches, like, the whole thing. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I, w- I was out there for nearly three weeks. So, I come back now, my life sucks. You almost became a U.S. citizen on this I trip. practically did. I was, I was an Im- immigrant right there, just yeah. illegally re- invading your borders. Right. As we uh, do it. For, fortunately, we've tightened up our uh, our border patrol, so they eventually <laughs> kicked it out. And uh, now the <laughs> order has been restored. But um, the good news for us today is uh, we get a little bit of uh, some recap from the event. And joining us today is our good friend, Trey Llewellyn. How are you today, Ooh. Trey? What up? How goes it? Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And And so you know... You are our first returning guest, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I get a nameplate by this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to send you a Just the Tips plaque. For your awesome. <laughs> I, I would appreciate one of those. Yeah. And you get two tips because you've been here twice now. So I don't know what it's going to look like. We've got to go into design. We'll figure that out. All right. Uh, I hear though, Trey, if you rub the tips, it's good luck. It's good luck. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got to do. Did he say tips or tips? He said, uh, we don't know. He's British. (laughs) (laughs) Trey, you were were at the uh, Funnel Hacking Live event too. And um, one of the things I wanted to sort of get into with you today is you were one of the roundtable hosts this year. And uh, if if your table was anything like mine, you got just totally table rushed with questions and got an opportunity to really talk with people for a few hours. And so I thought it would be cool to sort of recap some of the things that came up, you know, in terms of questions that people are asking about, you know, about their business and how to how to make money online and all that sort of stuff. And you probably uh, heard a lot of the same things over and over. And I thought, you know, if you want to get into that a little bit, it could be useful for all of our listeners to hear some of the takeaways from that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, I would love to share some of that stuff. I, I enjoy doing those roundtables. Uh, we get to take a lot of the stuff that we've been learning over the past year and then kind of bring that to the roundtable. And I had man, I just got my voice back, so that's nice. And because at the roundtable, I was yelling. This lady named Lindsay was was kept like dousing water on my. I had, I had like seven water bottles by the time, and lemons, and no eating, and uh, it was like three. I think it went three hours this time. I mean, it flies by, but. It was a thrill. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, they get, yeah. They're getting better and better at those roundtables every year. So, yeah, I'd love to share just some kind of cool stuff that uh, would help people in the e-com space 
uh, that's with physical or digital products. That's kind of what we do really well at, I feel, and uh, would be more than happy to share that. So my, my first kind of little tidbit is this, and this is, this is a powerful one. This will blow your mind, but it'll, it'll change people's lives. So I think if, if they're listening to this, James, then then uh, they, need to, they need to share this with someone who could benefit from this along with themselves to where, man, like, why not share this with people who have a job? Why not share this with people who have an in- internet business? Why not share this with somebody who's just starting up? Because the, the nuggets in this podcast alone, let alone your guys' massive podcast, will just change people's lives. So the first thing... I like that you're, uh, you're calling your shot here. You're like, listen, we haven't <laughs> it yet. I like it. I like the confidence. It's like, this is about to be the best stuff you've ever heard. So you better start calling your friends now and warn them about this episode. Yeah. Hit pause, call your friends, get them here, have a host a party for them. And you know what? And, and I say that joking around, but I have no doubt. I mean, Trey, you've, uh, you've pioneered some really cool stuff in this space, you know, and it sounded like your table was sort of like a, a strange rock star party with somebody throwing water at you. Um, so I have no doubt that the tips we're about to hear are going to be phenomenal. Um, so seriously, you guys, this is solid gold and people had to wait in line to, uh, to get to these round tables and they had to fight for space to ask their questions and stuff. And here you guys are, you know, getting, getting to hear it from, uh, from your car or your gym or wherever you're listening to this. So definitely, uh, take a minute and, and soak this stuff up because it's about to be good. So the first one is this, is database. So obviously you need to have a database when you're building a, a business of any sort. That's going to be email, name, phone number, address. And the biggest thing, like, first of all, before I get into the biggest nugget, answer yourself this internally, is would you agree that within a big niche, let's say gardening or let's say fishing or guns or whatever, or hunting, whatever those niches are, uh, there's, a, there's a massive sphere and that sphere covers the entire uh, displacement of all people inside that niche. That's a big sphere. But inside that sphere is like little micro spheres, if you could imagine that. And in those micro spheres are people who are immersed inside that niche, who love everything and anything about that niche, the education part, the the knowledge, the tools, the the media, like everything. They're just so evolved, involved in that. And like, I'll give you an example is let's say you start working out. So now you're in the working out niche. And there's obviously lots of people in that niche, people who've been in it for much greater time, people who are more knowledgeable about that niche. And if you went into the gym and you're like, man, I'm looking for a good protein powder, they're going to suggest one, right? They're going to refer you one. And you're going to say, okay, I'm going to buy that because you trust their knowledge and you trust what they have to say because they've gone out and done exterior research on what the best protein powder might be or the results that they're receiving because you can see how fit they are. The same thing is happening with all niches. If that's the beauty niche or if that's in the dinosaur niche or whatever niche it is, the same thing is happening. So what I want to show you today is how to find products that are selling within your micro niches and for you to become awareness, to build an awareness around those products that only the micro niche knows about and spread them into the entire sphere, exploding and creating an awareness around and inside that community uh, alone within itself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sounds like exciting stuff's about to come. I'm looking forward to this myself. Okay. So here's what you do. And this is extremely easy. And it's been there the whole time. It's been at your fingertips. You just didn't know what button to click. And it's usually the case. So what you want to do is you want to get a VA for this, which is a virtual assistant. And you want to take your database. It doesn't matter if it's 100 people 
or a thousand people or a hundred thousand people. We use Get Friday, G E T F R I D A Y dot com. Get Friday, their VA service. They're seven bucks an hour, no taxes, obviously, no withholdings, which is nice. And what we do is we say, okay, I want you to go over to Amazon. And on Amazon, like the Amazon sellers don't even know about this. This is what is so cool is there's an option. There's a drop down menu where you say like your orders. Underneath that is a little something that says wish list. You want to click that. And on the wish list, you're going to notice a new page and it's going to say your wish list. And that's everything that you've probably saved in your cart or went to go and buy. But then you're like, I'll save that for later or things that, man, I, I wish I could have this, but maybe not now. There's another tab to the right, and it says your friends wish list. And this is the powerful, most powerful tab in the universe right now that I know of that's going to surface products that are unknown to your niche that can explode your business overnight. And under this tab is your friends. And what you want to do is one by one, yes, it's kind of methodical of how you have to do it, but that's why we get a VA because we don't have time to do that. But you want to one by one, take your email from your database, insert it into that wish list tab. And what that's going to pull up is what I like to look at as pure gold. That's going to show you everything they've put in their car, every tool they've looked at buying, everything that they've seen that's in and around their niche that they've immersed themselves to. Now, you're going to find some other random stuff, some really disgusting things, some kind of like, <laughs> whoa, didn't you see that items? But you're going to want to look at the niche specific items and you'll have your VA do that. But over the course of all these emails, what you're going to find is products that surface, that literally jump out at you and say, these are the products that are selling and are hot within those micro niches and need to become aware to build out to the community and show that these products are the new products of that industry, of that niche. And my friends, that's how you will, will and easily can source from China the products that are going to explode, that are unknown to your niche. And all it takes is you to create awareness around that product. And it's by using the wish list on Amazon. Wow. Um, I didn't think you let us in lightly with these tips. You just went straight in with the big ones. This is awesome. Well, he, I think he was doing is like, well, here's one thing about Trey, and this is a total side note. Trey has probably been awake for what, six hours at this point? We're recording early in the morning, uh, mountain time. You, What time have you been waking up, dude? Like four or five in the morning? Yeah, today was like 4.10, 4.15. Yeah, so he's like, he's this is this is the benefit of waking up and like getting that kind of routine dialed in. By the time you hit like everybody else's normal morning, you're going like full speed ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the coals have been burning for at least three hours. This freight train is on at 100 miles an hour. We're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's what you're picking up on, Dean. Well, I don't, I don't um, mean to show off, but I've kind of been awake for longer than that already. <laughs> you are also in the UK. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I thought like, a number down. of hours here. I didn't know it was going to start picking on the small details. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, all right. So, so Trey, what I want to know is how did you figure this out? Like, that's, what's always interesting to me. Like that sounds like an amazing, amazing way to do some research, but how did, how did you guys figure this out? That's a pretty smart question, Mr. Friel. So here's, here's how it kind of came about actually is I was hunting down people, my, like a top 100, but this was realistically a, a top like three. And I wanted to get in front of them, but I didn't know how such as someone who I envied, somebody who I wanted to be mentored by, or I just loved what they were doing and I wanted them to know my name. And so this is another clever trick of how to use it, but this is my first kind of stumble upon it, is I went and uh, looked at this, found this wish list, and 
I started entering in emails of high level mentors, high level people in our industry uh, that I wanted to get my name in front of, but I wanted to do it in a unique way. And so what I did is I went to the Amazon wish list and I plugged in, you know, two or three emails and by, by all things like, wow, it popped up items that they were looking to buy. It was like a vacuum cleaner, uh, a pool table cover, uh, a winter jacket for their son, a couple books uh, that they were looking to read. And what I started doing was I just started selecting it from their wish list and sending it to them. So I, one time I sent a, a guy a, a vacuum cleaner one month and then the next month I sent him a grill cover and then the next month I sent him, you know, something else. And, you know, what's cool is because it would arrive at their house and it had a little note from me saying, hey, my name's Trey Llewellyn. Uh, ironically, I, I saw this vacuum cleaner and for some reason I thought of you and I bought <laughs> it and I, and I sent it to you. I hope you enjoy it. And because what's so cool about this is inside their little brain, they don't know it, but they're like, holy smokes, I've been looking at this exact vacuum cleaner <laughs> or, you know, the next month where they get a grill cover that happens to match their grill cover and happens to be the sport that they love. They're like, oh, this actually fits my grill and is the sport I love. Like, it's absolutely astonishing. So, so quickly, my name rose to the top because I'm sending them items that they previously thought in the back of their mind that they wanted, just didn't get around time to getting it. And here I am purchasing it for them and sending it to their house. Dude, this is a dream 100 hack. Like I've never <laughs> even heard of this is, this is the good stuff. I, I told you I was bringing it today and I want you to share this because other people need to be known how to be brought in. Uh, well, the brought, I don't know if that's great English, but they're going to be brought. They're going to sure. be brought in. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I'm trying to speak Dean. what about doing things a different way what about trying to find the most filthiest disgusting thing that they would not want people to know they were they were looking at and then basically saying i know you've been looking at this we should talk yeah i love that dean let me know how that goes (laughs) i think we should start with james i'm pretty concerned what we might find in his wish list Mm. (laughs) i'm uh i i think i'm gonna stick with trey's strategy but but Dean, it would be amazing if you'd come back and report on how yours <laughs> report that. <laughs> I don't think I'll have much to t- much to share. Dean gets restraining orders and <laughs> the conferences ever again. It's so big. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Is there is there anything else you want to say about that, or did you have another you know sort of giant knowledge bomb that you want to drop on everybody? Because that one was sort of like an atom bomb. I, I thought, yeah, that's usually what you know. You only need one atom bomb to take care of things. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We could walk off the show right now, and I think everybody will get there. Will get what they needed. That's like that's a super uh, slick way to do it. And and how do you uh, how do you make sure you're looking at the right person? I guess that's like one of the only questions I've got. Well, more than likely, no one else has that email, right? Man, that's really cool, dude. Awesome. So, what else came up at the round table for you? Oh, lots of stuff. We had a great time. Um, yeah, all we were missing was a disco ball with all the water fights. Like it was intense. <laughs> So um, the, an, another thing that I really like is a lot of people – I was talking to a guy. He's doing $10 million a year. He, uh, he like looked at like, okay, hey, do I want to enroll with you guys? He was just looking around. And we had a big discussion. He was, he was looking at the future of, man, I want to take my, my business from $10 million to uh, $20 million. And I said, that's fantastic. Why? And he goes, well, I'm making – I don't know, 5% right now at 10 million. So at 20 million, I'll make that same 5%, but it'll be double. 
right? So instead of making 50 grand or whatever it comes to be, I think it's like 500 grand, $500,000, I'll actually make a million dollars or whatever, right? I said, well, man, I said, the thing is, is you're probably already making 10% at 10 million. You're just letting it bleed. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, you're looking forward. All you need to look at is, is in the back. And I'll give you a great analogy for this is how many times have you guys been sitting like in the summer sun and in your living room, the doors are open. It feels so good outside. You're like, yes, like just let this sunny D come on in and, you know, take over my body. In the meantime, you hear this little thing at the, at the window. It's like, click, 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 click. And you look over and it's this fly. Now, the cool thing about this fly, if you really think about it, is he has a goal. And his goal is to get the freak out of that window, freak out of that house, right? He, and he's so <laughs> determined that he's, he's slamming his head up against the window. He can see his goal. He knows where he wants to be. There's just something happening. There's something, some mysterious force in front of him that's not letting him move forward. And what's ironic about this is he's so determined about that goal that he kills himself. He dies right there on the windowsill. And the crazy thing about that, though, is all he would have had to do was turn 180 degrees and fly out the open window or fly out the open door. And he'd been free. But he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't turn around. Right. And so that's where and I love that story because it's so it's so amazing uh, to share. Like, I think we do that ourselves is we're headed in one direction. We think we see the goal. We think we know where we're headed. Uh, we're, you know, it's like, man, I want to get to 20 million. But. All I have to do is actually look around, turn around, and there's actually safety. There's actually a much more better place, right? The, the lane is actually greener this way. And so I was, tell, I was telling this guy the story, and he goes, well, I'm still not getting it, right? Okay, I got to turn 180 degrees. What do you mean? I go, look at your bleeding. Look at where you're bleeding money right now. And a lot of people, it's, re- it's really wild to watch this, but when we, when we look at businesses or when we look at funnels or when we look at whatever, the whole picture Uh, A lot of people can't see the bleeding within their own business because they just see it as normal. They see it as something that is supposed to happen. And what I'm talking about is where the money is being lost that could be saved. And we call them in our internal business saves. That's a very easy term, saves. And what we look at is where can we start saving money? Where where is a, a loss that can actually be turned into a profit? I'll give you a couple examples for today. That way you can start looking at your business in other ways. So the first thing would be shipping. Well, we ship within the United States. We were shipping uh, over in the West Coast for probably a good two years. And we took a really hard look at our shipping rates. And what we found was we were shipping to Texas, Maine, Florida, South and North Carolina. And those, if you look at ever know anything about the map of shipping, there's zones. And when you're shipping from the West to the East, you're more zones away, which makes a big difference on your shipping costs. And so what we started factoring is, what, what if we actually create a shipping department in Missouri or centralized in the United States, maybe Kansas City, St. Louis, Illinois, somewhere in there? Well, what happened was immediately when we did an analysis on this, immediately when we started shipping from the, the center of the United States, our shipping rates cut in half. Half. Wow. So immediately, instead of paying $5 to ship something, we overnight – we're paying two fifty. All we had to do was get our items from the West Coast into our centralized location to ship it out, and boom, we 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 overnight cut our shipping rates in half. Then what we did is we made a we made a call. 
and you should do this. Anybody should do this. I don't care if you're shipping 100 units a month to 1,000 units a day. You need to call whoever you're shipping through. If that's a drop shipper, you need to get your own account, your own FedEx account, your own UPS account, your own USPS account, because they are taking advantage of you if you do not. And what I mean by that is they're getting volume off your accounts. Now, when you own your accounts, when you're assigned an account, that's tagged to you, tagged to your business. You have full ownership of that account. And what you want to do is you want to start negotiating shipping rates. You want to call them and you want to say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm looking at scaling up my business. But where we're at right now, we're looking at moving maybe to a competitor, DHL or FedEx, depending on who we're with. But I want to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. I love using your service. You guys are great. What can we do on the shipping rates currently at hand? What kind of discount? Hopefully, and more than likely, you'll immediately get a 20% discount on the shipping rates you currently are shipping through and with. From there, we've seen discounts up to 80% off standard rates. So when people are paying 10, we're paying two. Wow. When people are paying 20, we're paying four. And that is how you start to win in the game of physical products is by negotiating the things that people don't think are negotiable. I love that. I love that. You know, one of, uh, you know, I think a lot of people forget that there's a couple different real big levers to growing a company and just, just consistently trying to grow your top line and get more sales. You know, you like exactly like you said, this guy, you know, he wanted to, you know, double the size of his revenue, but his margins were going to stay exactly the same. And, and it's not optimized. And one of my, one of my early mentors said the entire purpose of business is to take assets and turn those assets into sales and those sales into profits and those profits into cash. And if you're not looking at each one of those things exactly like you're talking about, like you're leaving money on the table and it's, and what, like, how long does it take to do what you just talked about, Trey? Oh, an hour. Exactly. Right. Like, can you imagine doubling your profits in an hour? Like if you're in the physical product space and you're not doing this sort of stuff, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and that means you have to sell that much more just to recover that. And, and there's, there's always money laying on the table in every single business and almost every business I've ever seen. And I'm sure Trey, your experience, you know, running all these e-com businesses is exactly the same there. You can easily strip out 10% of cost without even too much effort. It's amazing. And yeah. And, and people don't necessarily realize that because everybody gets fixated on how much, how much money are we making? How much money are you losing by not actually managing your expenses and doing like having these negotiations and these simple conversations. I think it's such an important point that you're bringing up. I'm really glad, uh, glad that you did. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, is we've made Dean speechless. So let me give you another one <laughs> is with, with, with the ability to do the shipping. Okay. Now, like that's just one area I'm telling you, there's probably 10 to a hundred areas in your company that you can like instantly make savings. Another one, another big one is the cancel rates. So you have people doing refunds, you have doing people doing continuity refunds, continuity cancellations, continuity chargebacks, and those are awful, like super awful. And what I want to share with you today is a really cool stat that you should look at within your own company. And that is saves, again, the saves of bleeding. But normally what people do is when someone calls up and they're like, I freaking hate your product. It sucks. It's not as cool as it what it showed online. And it absolutely is a much smaller than what I thought it was going to be. I want a refund and I'm sending it back. Ship me a label. 
And most people are like, okay, yes, sir, I got it. Well, there it is, right? And then full refund. And then there's costs in the shipping of the return to you as well. So what we've done is we've started a different approach. And, and the approach is absolutely amazing. And then I'll give you the stat. The approach is this. Hey, sir, I'm sorry you feel that way about the product. Uh, you know what? Everybody has their opinion on things. We try to show it as much as possible of what it looks like, what it feels like, what it does. But apparently we didn't do that job well enough for you. We apologize. So the first thing we want to do is we want to just give it to you. We want to, we want to gift that product to you and we'll do a 50% refund. And the reason for that is we want you to keep the item, have it, okay? So give it to somebody else as a gift or whatnot. And then secondly is you don't have to waste the time of going to the, you know, the post office, shipping it back, wrapping it up, and, and hoping that it gets to our door where packages do get lost, and then we can't even issue a refund. So how about we do this? How about we give you a refund for half, a partial refund today that's in your bank account, you have the money back, and you get to keep the product, you get to give it to somebody else or keep it as, as a gift from us. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Ooh, like I'm that. telling you right now, if you do that, or when you do that, 80% of the people will say yes. <laughs> nice bought me out of speechlessness just to comment on that one <laughs> so so like on what what how much money has this saved you guys from doing something like that or you know in like the last since you implemented or last month or something like that just so people understand last month uh we so we watch we watch our our refunds so we don't, we see, we watch our refunds. Okay. So we don't watch how much we're saving. We watch, we watch how much we're giving back. And yeah, okay. I can tell you this consistently over months when we are on our defense, because your customer service team is defense. So I don't have a very, like, I don't have a number for you, but I have, I do know that it keeps decreasing to where our refunds keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller because of the negotiation we're having with customers and clients who are calling up. And are, and are asking for a refund. We're negotiating with them and saying, hey, we get it. We're sorry. But how can we make this work for both parties? And that might become in a partial refund. That become in, in a smaller refund or whatever it is that we, that we give back to them. Uh, if it's a digital or a physical item, like the same thing. You know, the same thing with continuity is if someone's paying, you know, 40 bucks a month for a continuity program, they call it to cancel and say the value does not outweigh the cost, which is why most people are in continuity programs, because the value must outweigh the cost. And they're like, hey, it's just not working out for me. Well, hey, sir, instead of $40, would you be okay with 20? Well, I could totally make it work at 20. Can you do that? Absolutely. We'll do that for you today. Boom. That guy just sticks now for another six to eight months. When right. most people are like, no, nope, yeah. we only do it for $40. That's the only way we make it work. We cannot do anything but that. If that's not what you want, then we're going to have to give you a refund and cancel you. Is that what you want, sir? Yeah. And then guess what? Both parties are not in good terms, right? He's not being fulfilled. The company is not being fulfilled. And you got to go and now gain another client that costs you probably $100 to $200 to get. When all you had to do was say, hey, how do we work this out? How do we make this work for both of us? Is that having it? Is that a third? What's it look like? So I want you to really look at your internal business and your internal numbers and say, where are we missing the boat? Where can we start taking numbers and splitting them in half, looking at where we're bleeding, where, we're, where we can negotiate terms? Is that with the customer? Is that with the client? Is that with the buyer? Is that with the seller? Is that with our, our internal and external companies and organizations that we're working with? Like, go out and ask. Like, when's the last time you asked for a discount on rent? When's the last time you called your internet provider and said, hey, I need a discount. When's the last time, you know, there, there's so many opportunities out there for, for income. It adds up. 
Right. Like if you save if you save a thousand dollars a month, that's twelve grand a year. And let's not forget what else you could be doing with that to invest it into your business. So it could be worth a lot more. Totally. Like you could dedicate a payroll employee just to save money for you. And I guarantee they'll pay for themselves. Yeah. That's amazing. Such a great reminder. Like, like the, the just a simple reminder, every, everything is negotiable. Oh, Richard Dawson. Right? Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not negotiating things, you're leaving money on the table. And uh, one of the, one of the books that I love that I, I shared with Trey and he loved it too. And I don't know if I've told you about it, Dean, is uh, and for you guys listening, you got to check this book out. It's uh, Secrets of Power Negotiating by Roger Dawson. It's an older book, but it's absolute gold. I love the um, audio. I know. Oh, yeah. The audio. Get the audio if you can. I still have my original one on cassette tape, uh, which is a little <laughs> bit embarrassing, but I do. Um, but I remember when I when I was first listening to that, I was I was actually uh, – I, I was a bug guy. I was, you know, spraying for bugs in like these neighborhoods and stuff. And I had my little pest control truck and I just kept playing that, uh, on audio the entire time. And, uh, I started negotiating everything. I would go into like GNC and negotiate on my protein powder. If I went into Barnes and Noble to buy a book, I'd negotiate the price of the book. Like it was absolute mayhem for a while. <laughs> and, um, uh, but, but I think this is a great reminder Negotiate with your customers, negotiate with your, your suppliers, like all these things, you know, that's, that's your, one of your main jobs as a business owner, exactly like Trey's saying is like, look at your numbers and figure out how you can make them better. And it's not always just about making more. It's also about saving, saving from these, uh, you know, things that just let you bleed out. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so Trey, we're, uh, we're getting, we're getting close to our time here. Is there anything, uh, anything else that you want to share as sort of like a parting thought with everybody on, uh, you know, any of the things that you guys have learned or, uh, you know, just something else that you think people might really need to know before we, uh, before we wrap up today? Oh, that's a whole day worth. I feel like we could just have this podcast basically like. I mean, I see the tactic. Trey's like, well, I drop a couple of bits of massive gold here and they have to keep bringing me back. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going for a third. <laughs> we call we call that the trifecta here at uh, St. Louis Labs. <laughs> yeah, he's gotten now he's going for the trifecta. I think I think a trifecta is warranted. I don't think we've heard. I don't think we scratched the uh, the surface. No, yet. I'm like a scratch and sniff. Uh-huh. You know, you, you you get a little taste, but you don't know what's inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why do we need why do we need other guests? I mean, Trey's clearly got uh, plenty more for us. Let's just can everyone else and just have Trey back. I think we, maybe we're better off having Ramasio back because he had so much value to share. So if if Trey is like the ultimate value guest, and then we have this other guy named Ramasio who came on, who was like no value. Um, like that's a spectrum. We didn't air his, uh, air his recording. Um, but we actually have a special treat that we're debuting for everybody in honor of him on a new episode. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, seriously, Trey, I, uh, I, I super appreciate having you here, uh, when we do, because I think it's just, we get right to the point. There's so many, uh, valuable things that people can take and implement immediately and wh- what are you doing right now in terms of like your mastermind and stuff like that? Are you still, do you still have that open or, you know, is the only way for people to sort of follow what you're doing just on your, you know, your Facebook and other things like that? That's always that? a great place. Uh, what we're doing right now is reactive funnels. So we've created a program around building funnels. A lot of people uh, are looking at how to build continuity programs. How do I even attach continuity to what I'm selling? If I'm just selling hats or if I'm selling shoes or if I'm selling makeup, how do I put continuity into 
that product sale. And then, and then how do I uh, make money from my entire funnel? A lot of people are on Shopify or a lot of people are on Amazon and things like that. So we have actually put together a three-day event where we go from 9 a.m. to midnight, 9 a.m. to midnight, and then 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., a full 72 hours of just work horse load, hustle, if you will. Uh, people are definitely tired by the end, but it's a full workshop. It's not Trey up there speaking and, and talking. We're in, we're in the ranks uh, working on people's funnels. I'm on your laptop typing sometimes. Uh, I, I accidentally point at people's screens and then they tell me it's a touch screen. So I actually exit out of stuff. So that's, <laughs> that's always time. Yeah. But that's what I refer to is um, if you're looking to build funnels, if you're looking to get continuity going in your program or you want to enhance your funnel or enhance your continuity, uh, check that out. Check those reactive funnel out events. Those are, those are massive. They're growing. There's usually 40 to 50, 60 people there at one time. And of course, the networking is big. Uh, just to figure out who's doing what at what rate and at what volume and how is like surreal, uh, if you will. So there's more than Facebook out there. Let's just say that. That's awesome. So, uh, so people want to uh, check out the reactive funnel stuff. You got a you got a URL for them to go to. Ah, uh, you know, I love to be hunted versus the hunter. So, no, I don't. Uh, we we uh, we've just a lot of people have just been inboxing us, private messaging us on Facebook, just saying, "Hey, how do I come?" And we can have a private conversation there, and that's the best way. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a someday where we need a URL, but right now, um, we're good. That's awesome. Well, I guess for people who are really listening on this episode. You're going to try and figure out Trey's email address, and then you're going to get on his Amazon wish list, and you're going to send him <laughs> something super cool, and that'll be the way to get into his reactive how to do it. Shop. Right? This is this was the how-to guide of how to contact Trey. <laughs> I love that. Now, like, I feel like this is like the big grand reveal. Like, why are you telling all this up front? <laughs> it's, it, was, it was super planted. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, well, absolutely amazing having you. Uh, also, great seeing you uh, in Orlando at the event last week. Dean Holland, uh, over to you for one last thought. No, it's just been awesome. I'm, uh, I'm literally going to have to go and dry off now. I'm dripping in gold stuff and amazingness. And yeah, love it. That's it. I'm soaked <laughs> over here. All right. Excellent. Well, that's what we get when we have Trey on. Well, Trey, uh, I guess it's, uh, it's time for us to go. And I uh, really appreciate having you. Everybody who's listening, uh, just like the things that we talked about today that Trey, Trey shared, just implement them. Don't think about it. Just do it. And uh, if you're so inclined to want to participate in one of his uh, uh, reactive funnel workshops where you actually do get things done and people are making money in those workshops, then uh, find a way to get in touch with him. Uh, He's being a little bit elusive like the hot (laughs) chick at the party. But you know what? That's okay. Want it? Go after it. Um, So anyway, we, uh, we love having you guys. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you subscribe and listen to all the other episodes. And this is James P. Frill signing off for me and Dean Holland on another episode of Just Tips. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.